This is Working on Your Business, Not In It, a show that helps you reclaim your free time and build your business to run itself. My name is Scott Somerville, and my goal is to help you learn the secrets that help other businesses become successful. We often have this myth in our head that one day when we're successful and everything has fallen into place, we're going to start doing all of these things that we see other businesses doing, other successful businesses doing. And that's only going to start when we achieve success. Well, the myth is that you're going to achieve success without doing these practices. I have owned a a couple businesses. My main one has been a dog training business. And I also spent some time in the government contracting world. Uh, What I saw was that what I thought was only to be implemented in a small business and, again, after it had become successful, still applied to a giant organization. I watched as a lot of mistakes were made that it seemed like, okay, well, these people, they, they know the business world. They're, they're big business people, right? But in reality, we're all struggling with the same thing. So my mission here has been to help small business owners and maybe maybe you're in the success trap. Maybe you are successful already and every new client is making your hair fall out. Either way, I want to help you start applying those practices that are going to help you achieve that success you're looking for and really sustain your lifestyle and help your business thrive. Why are you why are you a business person and not an employee in someone else's business if you're not trying to create a system that employs others? Don't just create jobs for yourself. So today I've got on my mind polling your clients and, and what I mean is like asking them what they think. This is probably the scariest thing for most small business owners right in the beginning. And then as they transition into owning a system, instead of simply owning a job, we are terrified to know like what people don't like about our business, what they don't want to hear, what we don't want to hear. Right. We don't want to hear people say like, oh, well, you suck or I don't know. One that I didn't want to hear was whether or not people were were like happy with my service. You know, I'd rather just keep this delusional headspace of, oh, yeah, you know, they, they like me, they're paying me. But once you get over that fear, you can find out all of this important data that will help you make your business run like a clock, you know. You'll have this like super fancy watch on your wrist that basically just makes money for you. Now, the other thing that kind of happens here is that we think like, oh, well, once we start doing that, our clients aren't going to like us or, you know, that's what that's what those big box retailers do. And they don't have a soul. And the thing that makes my business cool is that I don't have all these like systems and boring things in place. And in reality, it's the opposite. Once you provide a consistent experience for your clients, once they know like you're the guy that does that thing or girl that does that thing or whatever, right? You, you implement that strategy that, that makes you the go-to person for that thing. And in order to do that, you need to know what people like and don't like. You need to have those systems in place that make the client feel like they're heard or they are part of your process right they're not just they're not just like a, a number in your bank account so as counterintuitive as it may seem to you and if it doesn't that's great asking your clients these questions are going to help you improve your service and also make your product or service something like 
systematizable. And and that's going to free you from the day-to-day. That's going to allow you to focus on, okay, well, what does my business stand for? What is it that I'm trying to accomplish doing all of this? And again, not just working for someone else. So what is a, what does a poll look like? What does a survey for your business look like? I, I like to ask things like, what were you looking for when you found my business? Were you searching anywhere for the particular service? I'm a service guy, but were you searching anywhere for the service that I provide? And if so, where were you searching? What, were you, what did you type into Google? What types of things did you find when you were searching for me? Did you work with anyone else before? What was that experience like? The next question typically is going to be, what do you enjoy about working with XYZ business? What what brings you the most satisfaction when you, like when our technicians complete a job or, you know, what is it about the product you're buying that you like the most? Then the next one, which is the fun one is, what do you dislike the most about working with my business? What is it that frustrates you the most when you have to interface with me? This one's going to give you a ton of good info. Tendency two is to go, oh, well, this person's just stupid or they, they don't know what they're talking about. How, how dare they say this thing? You know, like with dog trainers, it's like, oh, well, they just don't know how to train dogs, right? The, the feedback that you could get here, it's going to help you to explain your service better. If they don't understand, well, like that's probably your fault, at least in part, right? Now, if the client doesn't want to understand or they're indignant or something, that's a different story. But maybe then you create a different onboarding process. You explain your service and your expectations in a different way, some a way that helps alleviate these problems that you hear over and over before they ever happen, right? So definitely ask, what frustrates you the most? What could I do to improve and make you less frustrated? Then another good one here is, what would make you more likely to refer me to other people? The trick with these questions is you don't want to do yes or no. You don't want to go, okay, do you like working with me or rate us one through 10? You know what I'm saying? Don't don't ask them to give these one-off little short answers. Let them, just like the call to action, you're going to want them to feel like, they're empowered, that they're part of your business process. And this will really give you the answers that you need to improve. And honestly, just getting this survey from you is going to make your clients feel like like they're part of your family or your friend, basically. So we've asked what frustrates you, what you like and what you don't like, what's making you more likely to to refer to other people, how you found us and where. I also like to ask a social media question, like what kind of social media do you use regularly? What are you using to find new products or services? What do you consume on the daily? Uh, These sorts of questions, because this is going to tell you like, okay, well, um, you see a bunch of clients saying, oh, I use Instagram or I use Facebook. Then you know, okay, well, I need to focus my organic or paid marketing there. I need to do more things in that ecosystem and we're really trying to identify like where where is it that our where and how and what is our client trying to buy from us 
that will allow you to laser focus on where you should focus all your marketing efforts, right? So another important one is going to be finding out what what the client kind of is frustrated by generally, okay? Now, you can ask these things in whatever way you want to, but what you're trying to see is how do you talk to your client? Like what language does your clients use to interact with each other or interact with themselves and their and and you as a business, right? So you can ask them like what frustrates you daily? What things like really piss you off? And what things happening in the world make you angry, right? Now, we're in a hyper political environment right now, but you'll still get other answers like I don't know, maybe they they don't like driving in traffic or in dogs, it's a difficult one, but my clients tended to answer this one in a way where it's like, well, the the schooling or the education they get, it really doesn't like teach them how to interact with reality. It's just like trick training or something, right? But asking them what frustrates them is is often going to give you a lot of really good feedback so that you can then position your ads in a way that makes them feel like heard, right? Do you want training that will help you get out and see your friends again or walk your dog in public or have people over to the house or blah, 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 right? That frustration will allow you to position your advertising that way. Now, another way to find out what your client is thinking and what language they use when they're talking to themselves is to ask them like what success looks like. Now, for product, this may be slightly different, like what success is my product going to help you achieve? But if you're getting a service if or you're a service business and you're trying to get feedback on what success with your service looks like, just ask them, what does success with our business look like? What, what do you want to achieve by hiring us? All of these things are going to help you laser focus on what your client is feeling and how to talk to them in a more appropriate way. And appropriate, I mean like, how do you how do you talk to them and they go, oh my God, this person's like reading my mind. Now obviously the clients you sent it out to, they're going to they're gonna go, oh yeah, they're reading my mind because they read the survey that I did. But the new clients that you talk to in a way with this data, it they're gonna think that you're reading their mind. So ask them, literally ask them what they think, right? Find out what your client is thinking and what they're experiencing. Because without this data, you're kind of just guessing. You can put out as many ads as you want. You can A-B test and split test different ads and track your click rate and all all sorts of fun stuff. But if you just go, hey, hey dude, like, why do you like working with me? <laughs> that's going to that's gonna circumnavigate this whole process in a much quicker and more concise way. Uh, once you get this data back, by the way, some little tips and tricks here is that if you get a if you get a poll back and someone's like, "Oh my God, I love you. You're this is so great," send them a link to get a review, like immediately. Hey, I saw that you really like working with us in the survey. Do you mind taking some time to just go real quick to my Facebook page or my Google My Business or whatever? Can you go here and just leave a review real quick? Five stars would be great, you know, maybe a little blurb about what you like and stuff. 
that would definitely help us out. Make that call to action about them. And uh, we would love to hear your feedback. And it, it helps us find more people just like you. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, cool, thanks. So people love to leave reviews, especially when they're really happy with you. And the opposite end, if you get a survey back and the people are like, I hate this business, uh, you guys suck, and the, the person did this thing and it was awful and blah, 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 just send them like a coupon for some percentage off of your service next time. Could even be like a a free lesson or a free... Uh, teeth cleaning, I don't know, just something that alleviates that problem. You can turn that experience into a good review or a good survey by simply offering them a little bit of free stuff. So on the front end, you're going to get a bunch of good data. And then you can even offer, you can do like an ethical bribe here. If you're finding that your survey isn't getting opened, you can say, hey, fill out the survey for 10% off or 20% off your next service with us or the next product purchase, et cetera, right? So use what you have in your toolbox to get them to fill out the survey. And then when they fill out the survey, use your toolbox to implement strategies around the data that you've you've received. Don't just get this data and go, okay, change your offer. Change how you interface with, with the clients and with the public. It'll really help you out. And next thing you know, you're going to start getting a little bit more of that free time back. You're going to spend less time figuring out what it is that you need to be doing, again, to be working on your business. If you're getting value from this content, I would love to hear your feedback. Please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Hit the stars or leave a comment. The, the feedback we get, it really helps us to know what it is you like to hear about and what we can make more of to, to help you in the business space. The other thing is that the more reviews we get, the more people will see this content, the more, the more people will get to listen to this, and they'll be successful in their business. I really want to help people that are struggling and get off that hamster wheel and start moving the needle forward, start actually making meaningful progress in their business. The other thing is, if you're struggling a little bit, if you're having some issues with implementing strategies we talk about in this in this podcast, please head over to innovateyourbiz.com and follow the prompts. I'd love to help you out. We can sit down and talk, and maybe there's something that we can tweak that will move that goalpost forward for you as well. Thanks again for taking the time to listen to this content. I hope you have a great week.